Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sister Sesh podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Jordan. And we are so excited to be back this week. As you guys know, we were not here this past Monday. And so if you missed us, we're so sorry. We missed you guys, too. Yes. Um, basically, a little bit of background of what happened. Last Wednesday, I had surgery, and... It went well, or so we thought, but then, um, basically I was recovering, so we didn't really have time to record our podcast, and then... She had some complications. I had some complications on, um, starting on Monday, and then Tuesday, I had a follow-up appointment with the surgeon, and... Basically, shit hit the fan, and I had to be taken to the hospital in an ambulance, and I spent three nights in the hospital, but I... I was there every day, folks. 12 hours. 12 hour days, folks. Eight to eight. She's a sister. She's a sister. That's what we do. But, um, I'm feeling better now. Um, Jordan and I both have, like, a cold, though. So, if we have any sniffles or coughs... Please excuse them. In we're going to yeah, we're going to try not to get them in the mic, but you know, shit happens. So hopefully it's okay and we won't really, but we'll see how that goes. We'll try and turn away from the mic like I said. But yeah, basically I got discharged yesterday and I'm feeling good, feeling better after the surgery. Um we're not going to talk about it really anymore but we did want to update you guys on kind of what happened so So that is the tea and now right into our quote of the week quote of the week which we started last week so or the week before actually yeah so if you won't weren't here for that this is a segment on sister sass where me and ashley just find a quote that we're feeling for the week and we just talk a little bit about it so my quote for the week comes from E. Roach Zero on TikTok. Oh, she um, has a source. Yeah, and it they said, and just like the moon, we must go through phases of emptiness to feel full again. Wow, that is and that just beautiful resonates with me this week. Tea, especially when I'm in my sickness. Right. You know, we just all feel down sometimes, but we have to go through that so that we can feel good again. You have to get through the bad to see the good. Right. Just like when people say it's going to get bad before it gets worse. Yeah. Okay. My quote comes straight from Pinterest and it says, you are either as beautiful or as ugly as you believe you are. You define your beauty that's not a power anyone can have over you. And I think that's Preach. important because it's so easy for us to get caught up in societal standards or what we think people think of us. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. It's what you think of yourself, which sounds cliche. And it's a lot easier said than done to like think positively of yourself. We definitely know the truth about that. I have a tattoo that says love yourself first. It's very important. Oh, (laughs) that's what that means? Yes. It's written in Arabic, you guys. So I don't know how I was supposed to know that. I thought it was like time heals or something. No. Mm, No. 
Yeah, it's love yourself first, which is really um, important. Just like yeah, what her quote said. I mean, you have to be able to find beauty within yourself before you can like, like and people believe always it from say you, else. yeah, you have to love yourself before you can truly love other. Right. You have to make sure your cup is full before you can fill other people's cups. Right. Which is really hard, but yeah. So those are the quotes of the week. But anyway, this week's episode, I'm sure you guys already know from the title, but this is going to be all about <laughs> growing up um, with divorced parents. So if now, you are someone who has divorced parents or your parents are getting divorced or just, you know, someone who's getting divorced, maybe your grandparents or or you uncle, have a friend whoever. with divorced parents and your parents are together. Maybe this will give you a glimpse of like what that could be like. Because um, I think it's important like even if something doesn't apply to you to like listen or hear it out because you just educate yourself and learn a different perspective that you otherwise would not have learned. Right. And I feel like we definitely didn't have like the typical divorced parents thing where it's like yeah two different rooms at two different houses if you know what I mean like yeah people with stable divorced parents good on you like yeah <laughs> let's preface our parents like there are very different levels to like your parents getting divorced like you could have a very clean divorce where like your parents are civil they both get remarried like all four parents right. coexist everything yes. is healthy yeah, we did not have that experience. Right, like the people who have two Christmases type of thing. I mean, we did have that. True. But it wasn't like we had, like she said, like we went at certain times to one parent's house and then another parent's house. And then we had like a separate bedroom and things were very civil. Like, no, it wasn't like that. Right. Which it's not always like that. True. So, yeah, and we have some things written down that we want to share um, to try and keep it more organized. But if you guys haven't noticed by our previous episodes, our episodes are very much like train of thought. Like we just say what, what we're, we're thinking, thinking and then cut it off when it's like really too long. Right. Um. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and just start with a little backstory. Do you want to start or... Yeah, I'm going to start. So, basically, our mother met our father in Texas, I'm pretty sure, right? Or no. I don't know. I wasn't going to go with all that. Oh. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Um, Our parents met. uh, I don't even know when they met, but they met. They got married, like, Well, obviously before 97. So, like, in the probably early 90s. Right. But not long after that, my mom got pregnant with our brother. Mind you, um, our father has some issues. From right off the bat, there was many red flags. um, Which, of course, now my mom tells us, you know, like, there was many red flags, but I still stayed with him. But... Yeah, many red flags. And when we say that, like, alcoholism, lying, pathological lying. Manipulation. Like, all that stuff. Like, there was, and there's a lot of it that I'm sure to, we don't even understand fully, obviously, because we weren't around during that time. But we'll get more into that. Right. Keep but going. basically, 
So there was lots of red flags, but there's a few specific instances that I actually want to talk about. So buckle up for some tea, sisters. You didn't finish the backstory. I did. Backstory. So I know I'm going to get into my first story here real quick. So um, first story would be... Um, okay, so my mom was, had just had my brother. My brother was born in 1997, right? 97? Yeah. Yeah, 1997. So my mom had just had my brother. My father and my mom were living in a trailer and... From what I understood, I'm pretty sure that my grandpa was the one who paid for the trailer. But anyway, irrelevant. But my mom had just got off work and she had my brother. Okay, sister, we got him on the adequate vision of the background, though. Okay, then. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. Okay, basically, our parents. Sorry, guys, I suck. Which, um, and then they had the three of us. So I was born in 99. Our Jordan, like our Jordan said, Brandon was born in 97. And then Jordan was born in 02. So I was born in 99. And actually, I'm pretty sure like on my birthday when I was turning one. At Ashley's birthday party, I was conceived. Yeah, it was basically like... No tea, no shade, like a one-night stand. Yeah. And Jordan was conceived and was, like, a surprise baby, obviously. And by the point I was two, our parents were already divorced. So... Our mom was still pregnant with yeah, me when they went through their divorce. Yeah. So, so they were divorced by the time I was born. Yeah. So our dad was a cheater also, um, actually the day Jordan was born, he was in bed with another woman, wasn't even at the hospital when she was born, which, has... which another thing, which is actually crazy. My father's side of the family didn't even know of my existence until I was like six months old and they mm-hmm. first, yes, they first met me at like some event, at I'm sure they know your existence, but didn't meet you. I don't think mom told them, but I don't know. But anyway, that here they didn't e- even so they didn't meet me until I was like six months old. That's which, how uninvolved. Which that situation has affected Jordan. Obviously, like who wouldn't be affected by that? But yeah, so basically. Um, They were divorced and like we said, we didn't know like a lot of this stuff about our um, dad for pretty much our whole lives. Like Until we were old enough to understand. Yeah, he was around like me specifically. I was very much a daddy's girl. Like I wanted to be around him, wanted to go over there as much as I could, didn't see any of the negativity. Um, we still saw that side of the family, holidays, birthdays, all that type of stuff. It was pretty 
civil in that regard, I guess. Like, we were still good with both sides of our family. Which, of course, like, when when we were young, it was, like, really important to our mom that we were still involved with our other side. And she would always, you know, let us know, like, you can go to your dad's whenever. She was really supportive of whatever we wanted. She wasn't one of those messy moms that was, like, talking shit about our dad Or, all like, the time. kept us from him. Like, she she really didn't talk shit about him at all, really, until... He did things to us. Yeah, and until we saw it for ourselves. Like, our mom was never the one to, like, trash him or drag him through the mud. She was like, if you want to see him, okay. Like, it was very much... It wasn't, like toxic in that way yeah it was pretty good in that way so yeah that's kind of the back story a little bit but we were very much I don't want to say close with him because our mom always had full custody of us but um we were there whenever we wanted to be and then up until um and our mom got remarried or met a new guy um Mike who she's married to now, they got together. And when Mike came into the picture, it was like, for me especially, it was not the best. Like, I did not like having Mike around. And he came around when we were pretty young. For me, like, I don't really have any memory of not wanting Mike around because he She was, was so all young. I knew, yeah. pretty much. Like, for me, um, I, I was two when uh, my mom met him. So, I pretty much only knew, like, Mike. He was the one who was around me the most. You two? Yes. You, well, either way, we were pretty young, so he's pretty much been in our lives a lot of it, but, like, we can talk about that a little bit later, like, how it is having a step-parent. Right, but... But um, that's kind of the backstory. So, now Jordan can resume her story. Yeah, so, another thing I want to okay well yeah so back to my story so my mom was pregnant or not pregnant she had just had my brother she had just come off of work i'm pretty sure at this time she worked at comerica bank Mm -hmm. i don't remember yeah but uh yeah so she worked at comerica bank and she comes home to her trailer and our father is inside with another girl not only that like that's bad in itself but my mom does what any woman would do she starts banging on the door and if you know anything about trailers like you can see pretty much through the the whole whole trailer just by looking in so my mom could obviously see like him with this woman so she's freaking out mind you it is winter time we live in Michigan, so, so if you know anything about winters in Michigan, it was like thirties, tons of yeah, snow. Yeah, it was tons of snow. She's she nine had, months pregnant. Right, she had my brother with her, and my dad just would not let her in. I mean, she was banging on the door and banging on the door, and which also thinking about it now, like 
Imagine being that woman. Right. She like, had to have been like a literal scumbucket. To like, be, to who be... wouldn't go and open the exactly. door like woman to woman? Exactly. Like, even... Could which, not be me. Which, I mean, our dad was kind of into like trashy, white trash women. Like, besides our mom, of course. Cause our mom is not like that. Mm-mm. But, like, you know, people who like alcohol and drugs and our addicts a lot of time yeah honestly (laughs) but that's just one of like the examples of shitty things that he's done I mean there's another one I can think of is like one time my mom had food poisoning when she was pregnant and like my mom is literally in the bathroom being sick that's all I'm gonna say and our dad is like, get the fuck off the toilet. I need to go to the bathroom. What the fuck? Like, just cussing her out. Like, just stuff like what, that, what you know? What is wrong with you? And I mean, there was obviously, like, my mom would tell us he'd come home with a hickey on his neck or, you know, stuff like that all the time. And she's stayed with him because of us. I mean, for a long time, which... Honestly, it's a flex that we're all three from the same two parents. Because even through all their shit, they, you know, they stayed together for the duration. I've never really talked to mom about, like, when after Brandon was born, before I was born. Like, or when shit really Which was, like, the worst times. When shit really hit the fan between them. And honestly, I don't care to know. So, but uh, I'm sure it hurts her to talk about too. I'm sure that's not. I don't something. think anymore. But well, well, I'm sure it's not something she wants to just talk about. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward a little. They get divorced, and their divorce. I don't want to say it was messy, but like, I guess it was messy in the sense of like us, not like stuff or like splitting things yeah it was just us that was like the collateral damage of their divorce yeah honestly there was no like oh you get the car i get the this like none of that just just about us and okay so we've always we were always close with like his side of the family like love them um, they were at our sporting events, at our school events, like, very involved with us. It wasn't like they weren't around. We absolutely loved them. Especially our dad's dad. Yeah, our grandpa Ron, who um, passed away in 2016, he was, like, uh, the best man. Like He was, like, a father figure to us yeah, our whole lives, Both our grandparents, much. or grandpas, were, like kind of like our role models for men because obviously he wasn't the great greatest so and our grandpa mike passed away in 2018 so when they both passed away that was like a huge deal for us well especially we'll definitely have to do an episode on grief and dealing with that stuff we have a lot of that yeah but um yeah they were like always involved with us um and 
like I said, we didn't know all this toxic stuff. Like, everything just seemed normal to us. Like, well, our dad just seemed... Which, of course, was because normal. we were kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. We but, also didn't understand. But, like, we would go to his house or whoever he was with at the time. Yeah. Honestly, it was... He was... The earliest memories for me would be always going... To this one particular woman's house that he was with for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. And it would be like every two weeks type thing. Mm -hmm. We would go over there. And we would like our mom or whoever. We would meet at a big boy. Yes. In the parking lot. And they would like switch us and we would go. Yeah, we would just like walk over there. Like yeah. they never like talked or anything. Yeah, I don't I don't remember them ever like fighting, but I also don't remember them ever talking at all really. Mm-hmm. But but also like our dad wasn't around for a lot of things. Like he I I mean he was, but he wasn't. He wasn't like the one at like a daddy daughter dance, right? Or, like, and when any we were young, he was very much like worked all the time. Like he was one of those people that when he's off work, he's still on call. He could like up and leave at any time. He worked for a restoration company for a long time, so like he would work a lot of the time. And even if we were w- at his house or like with him we would be with whoever he was with like Which, the woman he was with right whatever sh- girlfriend he was with at the time yeah so he wasn't around for a lot of things which so basically jordan and i have some deep-seated daddy issues most definitely and we almost called the podcast what was the almost name baddies without a daddy without a daddy yeah um yeah so that just caused a lot of psychological issues and affect which we're not going to get into all this but like affected the men we've talked to or relationships we've been in things that we've allowed because obviously we were never shown like proper love from a man i mean like we had our grandpas but that's different. Right. That's not like... Wh- it's not it's, your dad. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not like... like a woman's first man of her life is supposed to be her, her father. Dad. And uh, the father's supposed to put their daughter before anything and protect them and love them and show them what a man is supposed to treat them like. So yeah. we never had anyone to look up to, really. Like... We were grateful. We're great. We are grateful for our stepdad, but it, it's just not the same. Yeah, which we can talk a little about. So we right, said, we'll touch on our step stepdad so, later in the episode. Yeah, but I mean, I just kind of want to talk about like our dynamic from like growing up and how it changed throughout. So we yeah, touched. We, we touched on kids. how us being kids, we were there, but also like. Our memories of going over there were all with whatever girlfriend my dad was with For the the most part. For the most part was, like, going to parks or bakeries or, or like, craft shows or, like, yeah, her cooking or watching movies. But our dad was very much often, like, even when he was with us, he would be sleeping 
or at work. Yeah. And also, mind you, like, we said he was an alcoholic and, like, he also, like, abused prescription drugs um, and things like that. But he got clean and he was clean for, like, 10 years yeah, he, or so. he was sober for So, 10 like, years. the whole time we were little, he was clean. So, he wasn't, like, drinking and stuff around us. Let's just say that. Right. It was, like, when we were born, he w- had been clean. Like, things had been good in that regard. So, it's not like we saw that. But he was working a shit ton. And? and like Jordan said, he would come home, sleep, maybe be with us for a little bit. If he didn't have work, he... And it's not like he wanted to do things when he didn't and have And one work. thing that I haven't touched on yet is our father also suffers from a lot of different mental illnesses. Like, I'm aware that he has manic depression and he's bipolar, but I'm sure there's a plethora of other things, too. The man is basically twisted in his <laughs> head, like, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. And obviously we didn't know that as children, but there are things that have come out in therapy, for me at least, um, of things that he did that were very just not right, even when we were little. The tea, the tea, and he the tea. was clean, but I'm not even going to get into it because it's traumatic. Yeah. So, um, uh, going with like growing up with divorced parents, I guess like... Um, the biggest thing was, like, like we said, our mom wasn't one to, like, drag him through the mud, but the hardest part, I guess, was, like, seeing how much it affected our mom, which she didn't so much even make known to us until we saw how bad he truly was, which we'll get into, like, what happened, but, like, for most of our lives, like, we did not see the bad, And then all of a sudden we did. And it's really hard because like, um, I guess the biggest thing is child support. Like they've always been in court for child support. Like he throughout our whole lives. Yeah. It's been an ongoing, I mean like the, probably the last time that he was consistent with child support would probably be when I was like seven or eight years old. Like. Like, the man is backed, like, 35000 or yeah, some like crazy Yeah, his back amount. pay is insane. Yeah, so, like, that's been a huge issue. And he's gone to jail many times for he's, literally for child support. For yeah, he's had paying. warrants out for that. And it's just, like, seeing, once we finally did see that side of it, it's, like, just thinking about, basically, our mom did everything for us like you have to think he didn't did pay child he did nothing like if we needed twenty dollars to go on a field trip if we needed shampoo conditioner and not school only that clothes, but when we were sick she took care sick, of us when we needed something doctor's appointments exactly like, all the stuff my brother that, he was in every sport you can imagine she went to everything every sporting things, event every honors award ceremony every everything for Ashley, she used to have so many things in high school. When I was in juvie, she was there for every single visit. Every like, you have to think visit. all the things that go into having a child. All and the expenses, not only that, but three. Times three. And so it was like, 
the financial issues that brought on to our mom and obviously having our stepdad too like that caused I'm sure I mean we've seen like they've it's caused issues not issues between them but obviously it's like hard that's a lot of especially shit to because deal with. we are not our stepdad's children but he had to step up and be the man of our household I mean he financially supports us yeah pretty much he's the breadwinner of our home so he Mm -hmm. really stepped up and took care of our whole family when our father didn't didn't pay child support didn't give a shit yeah didn't really anything and we were too young to know, you know? Like, when we went to his house, he'd take us to the Hello Kitty store and we'd be happy type thing. Yeah, we didn't know a lot of things. Um, But, anyway, so let's kind of get into where things did take a turn. So, do you want to start with that? Well, <laughs> I don't even I know where I was about 11 years old. When then I would have been like 13. Yeah, I think that would be. I don't know the exact timeline, it's so I just know it was many years ago at this point. Well, he ended up finally breaking up with the woman that he had been living with for years, mm-hmm. and he got his own apartment. Mm-hmm. And Which was an exciting thing. Right. Especially for us. Like, we were excited to have him be in his own place and it really be like, wow, we're going to our dad's, you know? Like, not yeah. just we're going to her house. Yeah. So, with that, he met a woman who, mind you, was... So, our brother had a girlfriend in, like, middle school. And this was her mom. Which... They were, like... They were still together I when they that... started. Like, my brother and his girlfriend were together when our dad started talking to her mom. And right. they didn't know. But they ended up... the My brother and they ended up breaking up. But Which anyway, my... that was a shit show. Right. Which, our brother has always been the one to have the most problems with our father. Which, we'll get into that, but... We that probably was just won't. An, it's just like an an unspoken thing with him. Like, yeah. Yeah. But go but ahead. Anyway, yeah. So, what was I even talking about? They got together. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, they got together. He was living in this apartment. And so, she, I had gotten pretty close with, um, we both did, honestly, with this new woman, with her daughter, she was cool. With their family. She was a... Yeah, she was really cool. Yeah, like, she really honestly brought them. us all together a lot. Yeah, and kind of brought out the good in him. Yeah, like, it definitely. seemed like there was some hope there for a little so, bit. So, I remember even at one point, like, telling my mom that I wanted to live with him. So, like, I remember for, like, probably a week I lived there, and then something happened, and I, like, had left, but... Basically, this is so foggy. Like I don't even. It really is. Like you guys, we don't remember it. It was so long. There was one point also where our dad just straight up disappeared. Like literally, just 
was not seen or heard from from our whole family for like two years. Nobody yeah. knew where he was. I remember writing a, an essay about this in school. I don't remember this. Like, there's so much stuff that's so foggy at this point. No, there was literally this time period. It was when Ashley had already stopped talking to our dad. I was like the only one left who mm-hmm. still... Which, assumed... there was like a series of events. Right. Like, Brandon stopped talking to him first, and then me, and then Jordan. Well, well, and then Jordan, and then me, but Jordan gave him more chances, mm-hmm. whereas we never did. So Jordan was the last one to like give him chances which he's had so many so many chances so many with me because i'm just like out of all of us i'm definitely the least likely to hold a grudge against people i'm just kind of like blindly like okay i'll forgive you like i love you type and that's how i end up hurt the most but which i am like that too but there's a certain extent where it's like no like no there's no more chances yeah so Anyways, Basically, once he yeah. was at the point where he was with this new girl, I, like I said, I'd gotten really close with their family. Like, I just remember that time the most because it was honestly, like, he was the most involved that he's ever been when he was with her. Like, yeah, like he seemed like he cared. He, he, like, I remember him buying us stuff for our room, like, us going to the store and getting all the stuff Decorate for his apartment. The apartment. Like, just stuff like that. And I just... I don't even know what really made... Right. I think, like, they started... He started drinking again. And cheating on her with the... With H. At some point. And then, basically, he started resorting to how he was before we... Um knew of all like before we were born basically and i think he might have stolen money from her or something i mean there's been I don't lots know. of crazy things another story real quick i'm just gonna throw it in here while she has the topic of stealing up but one story i remember um like meeting one of my dad's new girlfriends like ashley said i had given him a lot more chances than they did so it was like when I was still talking to him, he's he was dating this new woman and like I remember meeting her, meeting her kids, like everything. And then like a few months later, I was like 12 years old mm-hmm. and I remember getting these messages on Facebook from this lady saying like, where the hell's your dad? He stole... My kid's Xbox, he stole my laptop, he stole my work computer, he took all my TVs, like, where is he, all this stuff, mind you, I'm 12 years old, and I was like, fuck you, lady, like, playing with Monster High, (laughs) yeah, and I, I blindly defend him, I'm like, my daddy didn't do that, fuck you, (laughs) like, but, it's just like, looking back, that's the kind of shit that he did, like, yeah, but anyway, um, so basically shit started hitting the fan between him and this new girl he was with, and then everything started spiraling out of control. Like I, like we've said, it's so foggy now because it's been so long, but 
he basically started resorting back to his old ways. We started realizing it. We started seeing all the things our mom withheld from us our whole lives now coming to fruition and we're seeing it all for ourselves and it literally was like domino effect that like brandon first he was like because brandon was the oldest he was like nope and because it was his girlfriend's mom yep so that made that was a big factor in like him being like okay i'm done with you he and once he Said he was done with him. He that was, was it. Like, that was it forever. There are no second chances yeah, with Brandon. Absolutely. Like, zero. you fuck up with him, you are done. And then Ashley was short thereafter. And for me, it took a long time because I was the youngest, the most naive to everything. I mean, even when they were straight up telling me, I still couldn't really understand because I like, was so young. Yeah. So basically, I, like, we don't know all the details, but all this stuff started happening, and we basically all stopped talking to him. And then at this point, that caused a lot of issues with that side of the family. Like, mm-hmm. made things so uncomfortable. I remember we had this one Christmas, like, right after Brandon had stopped talking to him, and he was not speaking to him at all, and, like, our grandma got so mad at Brandon. Like, do you remember that? She started yelling at him and they got in like a fight and she like pushed him or something happened. No, it was I remember. It was not um Mimi. It was our grandpa my dad started telling my bro my brother had already cut our dad off and my brother was like saying something that my dad didn't like and my dad was trying to like be a father and like discipline him and they started getting into it hardcore and my dad pushed my brother so my grandpa got up and shoved our dad this to the ground isn't the Chris- no that's not what i'm talking about okay then what are you talking we about we were we were at um sue's house for christmas and like there was a fight like mimi was upset that Brandon was not talking to Stan and like all this stuff happened and they got in a fight and she got really mad at Brandon. I really vaguely remember that, but I do remember that happening and it was like scary because I've never seen her like I must have been too young. To you remember. were young. Like this is when stuff really first happened. Remember that one Christmas where we took the pictures with Abby like on the stairs? It was the three of us and you were maybe like 11 or 12 and we're like standing down the stairs after everyone left and we were staying the night with Sue. If I showed you the pictures, you would know. We were standing in Wait, wait. Is it that one Christmas where I had my long, straight brown hair? Yes. And I had braces. And it was like curled and you had that little like... Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That? There was a turmoil that night? Yes. I don't remember. Yeah. I do remember the one where Papa shoved... I don't remember. I don't remember that. You don't remember? No. It was like that was the only time I'd ever seen Papa get truly like I will fuck you up, touch my grandson. Oh, I've seen Papa because that's I've, how he gets over Brandon, especially. Uh, yeah, I saw Papa get mad one time. Like once we had cut off Stan, he we were at Mimi and Papa's house. By the way, our code name for our father <laughs> is Stan. So if you hear us reference Stan, that's our dad. <laughs> yeah, which. We don't know, like, 
who listens to this, honestly, but we came up with that code name. I don't even remember, but we just, I think it was after Brandon had cut him off and we yes, didn't. Yeah, we wanted to talk yeah, about and him around. We, yeah. yeah, we wanted to talk about him around Brandon, but didn't want Brandon to know who it was. So we called him Stan, which we don't, that's not even his name. And we don't even know anyone named Stan. So it was just like a code name. Right. And now it's so instinctual. But we, if anyone knows the Eminem song, Stan, you just kind of get it sure but we just call him stan instinctually now so if you hear us say that that's why yeah but fudge what was i saying you made me lose that one christmas oh no there was one event after brandon had stopped talking to him where we were at mimi and papa's house and i think something happened where like someone stan locked his keys in the car or something and papa got so pissed about something it was like you need to fucking be a man and like take care of this and like started yelling at him and got so mad which I was like I never yeah he was not witness it I don't think you were there yeah but he was literally telling him like you need to leave like you don't need to be here all this stuff but anyway there there's just all these stories that we could go into but basically that had happened so we cut him off we're not talking to him and then fast forward like we said we were still like seeing his side of the family and like still going to events and stuff and like it was okay but it was just like super awkward because we weren't talking to him and it was very known that we weren't talking to him Mm -hmm. so like when he was there it was just so awkward but then there was a point where everyone kind of Stop talking to yeah, him. Yeah, like, and everyone like, kind of started seeing where we came, were coming from. And then, at that point, it was really good. Like, yeah, between people, us and them. People understood it, in a way. Um, but, like, there was a lot our dad did. Like, lying to us, doing things behind our back, hurting us. Like, there was one day. Especially with like, me. There was the last so time him and I had a distinct conversation we were on the phone um because he was trash talking our mom and that's just a no like yeah. you you do not trash talk our mom especially you like how you've been our whole lives you're gonna sit and trash talk our mom so I don't remember what was going on but he was saying stuff about our mom had called and we basically start getting into it he starts yelling at me over the phone and he ends the conversation by literally saying, you're just like your mom, like all this stuff. And then tells me to burn in hell and hung up the phone on me. And that was like our last distinct conversation. And obviously that scars a kid and hurts a lot mm-hmm. to hear from your parent. Um. So, yeah, basically... It was just, it was just getting worse, but, like, our aunts and our mom, our one Aunt Sue was kind of, like, the glue that held our, sides. our sides together. Once we stopped talking to our dad, she's really what kept everyone together, and our mom and our two aunts were kind of, like, all friends, and they would talk about it, and our aunts understood, like, oh, yeah, we know our brothers this way, like, we know... Um, and our grandma was obviously, like, 
she was the one who enabled our dad the most and still is. But, like, we don't obviously know from her perspective. Like, that's your son. I understand. But, like, she's never been like, oh, I understand your perspective and what you guys must have gone through. She's and she's never even really thanked our mom for raising her there, grandkids. There's always been tension between our grandparents mm-hmm. and our mom. And um, issues between them. But, like, that's always caused issues because our grandma has just never seen it from our side. She's always, like... Blindly defended her son. Right. Which, I mean, as a parent, like, we don't know because we're not parents. But it's just, like, it's it's just so frustrating. But I would think that it would come to a point. You know? Yeah. And it's just never come to a point. Right. So anyway, basically our family that side like saw what we were going through. They understood it. Things seemed okay. And then things hit the fan, I guess. Our like we said, our grandpa Ron, his dad passed away in 2016, which was a huge blow like for me especially like that day I remember so vividly but we're not gonna go into that so he passed away and then um in 2018 when I was in college um in January our other grandpa had passed away but then in August of 2018 our aunt passed away unexpectedly um, so like we said, we could do a whole episode on grief. Because, yeah, and we yeah, will, for sure. Yeah, but when our aunt passed away, that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, literally crumbled everything apart. And our families have just... Been, I mean, it's been divided ever yeah, since. Yeah, it's just, we've been so disconnected from them, I mean, for a lot of people in our family, the last time we've seen them was our aunt's funeral. Yeah. So, like, that just puts and in a perspective a how lot... quite literally we crumbled after she passed away. Yeah, and there's a lot that happened that, like, caused it to get to that extent, which at this point, we... I mean, that's a whole other story. But, like, basically after she passed, we kind of just... A, a bunch of stuff happened surrounding her passing and, like, just between our family in general that, like, made us completely fizzle out. And we basically have not, like she said, spoken to any of them, really, since our aunt's funeral. We have not spoken to our grandma. Um, We have not seen her. Our cousins, our aunt. Like, a lot of, like, distant people who are still close to our family, like, circle... Just so many people that we've completely been, like, estranged to. Yeah. But, like, for me, so after our family crumbled, there was still, like Ashley had touched on earlier, I gave Jordan was still around chances. So, (coughs) once I... Sorry, When I was in juvie, this was, like, in the peak of when I was in juvie... Like, our aunt's funeral, I was in juvie when that happened, so... She literally had to get requested to come out for her funeral. But I did get to go, thank God. But anyway, like, I remember once I got out, and while I was in there, my dad would, like, send me letters and try to, like, get close to me. And when, when I got out, like, we started 
getting close. And it was kind of just... And I think Jordan talked to him the most because she related to him the most. Actually, I have to go back before I was in juvie first. Because I... Rewind is what you're saying. Yeah. Because before I had even got locked up, um, I kind of got to a point where I was like, okay... I want to be bad, so I'm going to go to my parent who I know doesn't give a shit, and I'm going to tell my other parent who does give a shit, hey, you can't tell me what to do because I'm going to go be with my dad, and I would just go be with my dad, and me and my dad would smoke weed, and we would go to stores, and we would steal shit, like me and my dad, literally, That's what I'm saying, like, would do stuff like this, like, Jordan and him were, like, understood each other, because Jordan was in that place where she was doing shit he did. 100%, like, I remember this one story when me, him, and some of my friends went to the mall, and, mind you, we had smoked, and my dad was so high, like, when he got high, he couldn't function. It was, like, different than from someone who, like, smokes regularly. So, we were in the mall, and he literally gets lost. What? Like, he wanders away from us, and we could not find him anywhere. We literally had to go to mall security and had them, uh, like, microphone throughout the whole mall. Rick White, your party's waiting in the... <laughs> oh well <laughs> reveal <laughs> anyway your party is waiting in the food court and it was the most embarrassing thing of my whole entire life and there was another time when like my dad literally got arrested in front of me and my two best friends we had to get drove home in the back of a cop car. And what happened at Walmart that one time? That was when he got arrested. Oh. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was stealing at Walmart. And me and my friends were sitting out in the car. And all of a sudden, the police are swarming the vehicle. Mind you, we have this huge ass bong that we're just taking rips out of. We were like 14 <laughs> years old. Jordan's and, life is so different from mine. Which we have episodes <laughs> planned on that. Yeah, but... Anyway, so three police just swarmed the car and we're all like, fuck us. We think that we're in trouble because we're smoking. Whole time, my dad's dumb ass was stumbling around Walmart stealing shit. So someone from Walmart called the police on him and they were literally waiting for his ass at the door. Like, he got arrested in front of me and my friends, which real fucking nice to... Your dad getting arrested in front of your friends. Like, embarrassing. But it was just, like, so much like that. That has just happened. And it's just crazy. Yeah, so... To this day, we don't talk to... Yeah, we have not talked to our family. But that's another story. Like, Jordan and I have gotten to a point where... We have definitely wanted to talk to them, wanted to reach out to them. Especially during, like, these whole, the last year, things have been really hard. And a lot of people have died. And it just, it's, like, made us realize that life is really too short. And honestly, what causes us to be upset is just, like, not even relevant anymore. It's, But it's also, like, we also feel like, why is it? Because we really only had issues with 
certain people in our family and then all of a sudden that whole side just stopped talking to us right and it's just like well why like and we feel like why is it up to us to reach out like why is it on us when they cut us off too but at the same time we feel like if we don't ever do it then it's never gonna happen and jordan and i like we've said we're the ones who would most likely like not hold the grudge and do some so we've literally sat and talked about reaching out to them or meeting up with them or what we want to do about it but it's also gotten to the point where it's been so long that it's like an awkward amount of time where like if you did meet up it'd either be like hours and hours of talking and like a whole situation because you have to think it's been what three almost four Mm -hmm. years so it's like okay like so much has happened like just in my life alone so much has happened right and it's just like how do you even begin to like fill someone in and it's like meeting a stranger almost but and there's just a lot that's happened since where like they just haven't been involved and it's been really hard on us but that's just a whole other story right um I guess since the title of this is like growing up with divorced parents and how it affected us, for me, hopefully I don't get emotional, but like, I don't really get emotional over Stan at all anymore because it's more like I'm just so pissed off and like upset by the situation. But I guess the two major things that have affected me the most is number one, our there's that side of the family at this point i mean not all of them i don't want to say but a lot of them do not understand our perspective and they won't even put in effort to understand our perspective like there was a point where we literally got in fights with people on facebook because they were saying that we should be talking to him and that we should just that's your dad like you need to be talking to him like how dare you just basically putting in their two cents yes and you have to remember also to say like like we said our grandpas were incredible men even our uncle even our like yeah even our uh, grandparents siblings significant others like our uncle wayne and stuff they good people yeah like every single one of our family members has had a magnificent father and role model Mm. for a man in their life but we are like the only three that have not had that and they putting in their two cents on a situation has literally been like one of the biggest issues because they they cannot they can't sit even sit and inside. fathom it. So how can they sit and judge us or tell us what to do? Basically, that has been one of the biggest things. Yeah, them just not the lack trying of to be understanding, and basically just that their bias is hell. They're they're on our dad's side, which isn't fair. And our aunt Sue, the, who passed away, she understood a lot. Like she saw our side, and she, she kind of brought she kind of brought that understanding over to everyone else. So when she died, it was like, oh, fuck you guys, pretty much. Like, everything rewinded. Yeah. 
So, like, that's a huge thing and caused so many issues because it's just so frustrating for people to, and outside people who aren't in the situation, like family, friends, saying that we should feel a certain way. How dare you tell us how to feel? It's our father, our experiences, our our story. And there was a point where Jordan was saying things about him on Facebook and people started defending him saying like, why are you saying these things about your dad? And I get very defensive over but Jordan. also, I don't play. Yeah. I, I'm not the one to come at. So I remember cussing out like my grandma's sister. But like, basically, that's another story. But it's just like you, Jordan has her story. She has a right to everything she's felt. She has a whole different perspective than me, than my brother. Like you cannot interject yourself and tell us how to feel or how we should react and And i it's just like it's like they don't even understand that and it's so frustrating to like how do you not understand like how are you putting in your input you don't know what it's like you don't know how it is we're never empathetic of us in this situation never even tried to understand they were always just trying to see Something good in our dad or to blindly defend him or to, like, stand up for him or say, you know, he's trying. He's trying. That's all we've ever heard. But our dad has always been one of those people who, yeah, he'll make it look like he's trying on his face. He'll manipulate you. Right. And he'll he'll make it seem like he knows our whole lives. That's only because he has to ask other people about our whole lives so that he has something to talk about. Yeah. And so that's one of the major things that's affected me because I feel like that's just caused the biggest division too like you just don't understand so it's like I'm not gonna waste my time trying to have you see what it's like for me and why I feel how I feel if you're not willing to just admit that okay I don't understand how that must be like but no one's done that. Right. And then number two is like, obviously being a young woman, not having your dad in your life is a huge thing. Like it, it can get me upset to talk about, but it's just like the things, all the things you want your dad to be around or be involved with like he wasn't at my high school graduation he wasn't at my graduation party he wasn't there when I graduated college like all the major moments that um in the future like he won't be there to walk us down the aisle he won't be there walking us down the aisle when we have kids like major moments in our lives that he should be involved in or you want your dad involved in or just like or our boyfriend's asking for his blessing like there's none of that for us or just even seeing things on like the internet of girls with normal dad normal quote unquote but like doing things like giving them flowers on valentine's day or like texting them and helping them with things or just cute things that you see videos of people doing with their dads that 
you wish you could experience. And like I said, it's, it's not really emotional at this point, but it's like, that's just so frustrating and upsetting because we missed out. We missed out on a lot of things that, I mean, we did and we didn't. But it's just we like we did. We yeah. missed out on having a dad who was involved and who. But honestly, at this point, it's just like it is what it is. Like this is our lives. Like we just are used to it, right? And it's just like this is our story. This is how it is. So I guess those are the two biggest things that have affected me the most, and that have made it really hard to grow up in that situation but yeah George for me one thing that's affected me the most I think is just that my dad backstabbed me like a million times more than my siblings because I just gave him so many chances and I mean, there's times he stole money from me. Like, his 14-year-old daughter, he stole money from. Or, like, there would be so many times where he had nothing and I would have helped him out of the situation and he still just shit on me. Like, that is one huge thing that affected me. Another thing being that I feel like he always just, like, would only come to me because one he knew he had no chance with my other siblings and two because like he wanted it to seem like he was a father like he would put me as his facebook profile picture oh my gosh he he would make me his wallpaper he would literally post a picture of me every day like if i sent him a picture it was going on facebook like just like he was he would try so hard Portray to look like he was involved. And that bothered me more than anything because he just really used me. Like, he would literally take me somewhere to get a Facebook photo and to check in on Facebook. And there was a point where he literally put Michigan State in his Facebook. Like, are you kidding right, which me? Right, my he, sister graduated from Michigan State. He was not, he has not spoken to me in years and years. Or like, like he would get a Brother Rice shirt, which our brother went to Brother Rice, a private Catholic school that was very like. Prestigious. Yeah, prestigious. That's the word. And he would like get their merch and be wearing it. Yeah. Even though he hasn't talked to my brother in five years. Like just stuff like that really bugged me. That he didn't even care about us. He cared more about other people thinking that he was a father. Which also made it harder for people to see our side. Like we said. Because he made it People think, thought, he's this great person. And it's just like, oh my gosh. It's just. But yeah. Like we could keep going on and on. But this is already long. And. Yeah, so if you or anyone you know has divorced parents, we hope that something in this stuck with you. And honestly, it just goes to show, like, and despite our situation, like, I, anyone I tell even a little bit about my story and situation with my dad, I'm just like, at this point, I don't care. It's made me the person I am. Like, 100%. it's just a part of my story. And it's also, like, 
shown me what I don't want in my life, how I don't want a man to treat me who I don't want as a father to my kids. And who we won't settle for. Like, right. At all. We will never settle for the type of man that our father And was. I just feel like it's made me a lot stronger in a lot of situations. Same for Jordan. Like, it's grown us a lot. And, and we've learned our a relationship lot. with our mom has just is so, is so strong. strong. Our mom is our best friend besides each other. Yeah. And like we could do a whole episode on our mom. Like Yeah. We, we would that woman. We would probably cry though. <laughs> that, that gal. Yeah. But we know that there's so many different stories of like people who have divorced parents or and there's many different dynamics yeah that and have. if like maybe your parents are getting divorced or you just found out or something like that just know it doesn't have to be such a defining thing in your life like you can do so many things despite you will be okay it's just a little bump in your story and for some people it turns out to be the best a blessing that's ever happened to them you might have a great story different families that are both amazing in their own ways yeah which a lot of people eventually turn out to have that. that situation so there's all different circumstances Um, but yeah, we're just going to end the episode here because it's already really long, but we hope you guys enjoyed and we love you guys this Mm. week's episode. We love you all. If you guys ever need anything, our Instagram DMs are always open and our Instagram is at sister sesh pod and our main Instagrams are in the bio. So if you ever want to reach out to one of us for anything, we're always available to just talk or anything really but we really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and And we'll talk to you next monday and we love you love you guys bye